The internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Gambo Gamble. Nelson, um, I believe that you've had a bit of time off work recently. Is that correct? Yep. Now, I can only imagine that this time off work has resulted in you putting together some of the best show notes you've ever put together because you had all this extra time on your hands. Can we expect Mm -hmm. perhaps Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. for the books with this one? Mm -hmm. Ugh. You're never going to believe this, Cambo. Yeah. I put the best show notes together mm. that I ever have oh, in my look, entire life. I look forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I wish I could give you those show notes, though, but there was a fire. Oh, no. Yeah, that started. Um, oh, because you, people don't know this, but you write your show notes out by hand. Well, not normally. Normally, I do it digitally, like yeah, yeah. a normal person. But, but when you put in the I extra time and the extra effort, best <laughs> best show notes in the world would would have to be manually done. Mm. I don't write them down. I obviously use a typewriter. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the more official way. <laughs> and yeah, then there was a, a fire, a small one, small one, um, typewriter related. Only, yeah, it only it only obviously set those specific show notes on fire. Yeah. Um, it's a shame And like Just as I was getting To putting them out Is um, At the point where They had totally Combusted So well, I guess people are going to have to settle For the same old garbages Every time then The same old garbage Is what it's going to be um, But uh, Yeah What I have been doing Is uh, Watching Dota In between Any Dota fans out there Give us a AO. There you go. There's a few. Yep. I, we, um, we allowed time for them to do the AO. Yep. And uh, so I've uh, kind of ruined my sleeping schedule. Mm. Uh, to put it in a perspective for the listeners, I was up until 7 a.m. this morning. Hadn't gone to sleep since like 11 a.m. the previous day. Mm. So that's, that's too many I'm, hours. Too many hours. That's to too many hours. I'm looking. I'm not looking forward to attempting to go back to work on the <laughs> Tuesday, where I have to start at a normal time. That's the problem with the world, Camber. I think we should all work on the same time. I know, obviously, that there's a problem with light being around. You know, different parts of the world. That's why we go by different time zones. But I think, just like regardless. Do you, do you we think- should be like, look, 12 p.m. midday might actually be really dark for somewhere else in the wor- world, yeah. but they're expected to be up because do, do you <laughs> that's think what the world has decided. If this were to happen, right, the world agreed, let's all work in the same eight-hour window regardless. And it will. Yeah. this will solve communication issues with international businesses and stuff. That yeah. America would lose its shit when they decided not to go with their time zones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we'd have to go with Greenwich, right? Greenwich Mean Time, yeah. Because I believe the yeah. first in the world is technically New Zealand, right? I think. 
Right. I, yeah, it I could think, be. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's other other places in the same time zone, but I'm pretty sure they're like they're the most ahead. So you'd either need to go there, which actually isn't that much different to us, to be honest. I think it's like an hour or two. Yeah. Or yeah, you know Gre- what? Let's Greenwich. Do that. Greenwich. <laughs> no, that doesn't help you. <laughs> yeah, it does the other the rest of the world would have to conform to me. I only have to get a few hours difference. Oh, that's true. Because know? then the Dota tournament would presumably be retimed to a more convenient time for you. Yeah, yeah, I don't okay, need yeah, be yeah, yeah. 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 So I thought you were just escaping um, the Tuesday where you have to get up, but you're you're, no. <laughs> you're rearranging the entire tournament. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's just really inconvenient. That's all I'm saying. It's very annoying, and because Australia is so far behind the esports game, it's never going to be in a good time. Zone <laughs> never, probably. never in your lifetime will you be like. <laughs> I'll uh, have yeah. breakfast and watch a bit of Dota. I mean, you can, but yeah. just because you're still up <laughs> yeah. at 7 a.m. Yeah, that's right. That's the only time where it's made sense. Uh, anyway, let's get into the show. This first one is uh, in uh, was in the subreddit Suspiciously Specific, uh, and it was by the user Regian24. Um and they've titled this, That's a Good Plan. There's actually, I think, a, a Twitter post by somebody that goes by a witty idiot or at Steven Schreiber. Um, I often daydream about winning the Powerball and buying the licensing rights to friends just to edit out the laugh tracks, then releasing it back to the public for free so everyone can finally understand how unfucking funny that shitty show actually is. <laughs> bit rude, bit rude, I think. A lot of people put a lot um, of hard work into that show. Witty idiot. Yeah. Um, actually, just sh- just quick side note to this. Um, I watched a little bit of The Morning Show, mm-hmm. which has Jennifer Aniston in it. Yep. Um, and I think she's really such a great actress, you know? I think because uh, sometimes you can... You can um, like a sitcom can cannot be a good barometer of yeah, oh yeah for sure yeah, whether yeah. somebody's a good actor or not or yeah. not you know um, as, especially I think with laugh tracks yeah like when you've got people that have to pause during sentences to allow for laughs that I, I, I think that really detracts from I the will also ability. say perhaps to Jen's credit again um, really good actors doesn't mean you'll be good on a sitcom. Because that's a very specific mm. type of acting. Sitcom acting, mm. like you're saying, to make things seem natural but also be pausing every two to three sentences yeah. to allow for this whatever. Because if I remember yeah. correctly, I, I don't know Friends super well, but I think there is a couple of episodes with Brad Pitt in them because Jennifer Anderson and him were dating at the time. And mm. he's not good. Like, he's a great actor, but he's not good on that show because clearly that's not yeah. what he does, you know? Yeah. So I think yeah, people deride right. sitcom actors because it's not perhaps the most, uh, you don't get to show the most range. But I reckon that's mm. so much harder than anyone gives it credit for. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I wonder, also, side note, I wonder how much Brad Pitt got paid for those few episodes that he sat in. And if it was a lot of money, which it probably was, should I just be trying to date somebody that's. On television. I actually think it'll probably be not a lot of money. I think it'll be the kind of thing that, like, he was kind of... I mean, not forced. I'm sure he willingly did it as fun, but 
It's like that mm. thing where they're like, you're dating Brad Pitt. Get him to come on. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so instead of having to pay Brad Pitt, you can suddenly get him for way cheaper because he's dating one of your stars. Yeah. <sighs> Cambo, stop poo-pooing my ideas for getting rich quick. <laughs> um, um, I think this... Doesn't this but, stuff already exist? I'm pretty sure people do upload sitcoms without mm. the laugh track onto YouTube and stuff. Well, this guy, I think, is really trying to totally destroy the franchise, though, by owning the rights to it so that he can re-release it. And people will be like, oh, great, Friends is on Netflix. And then they'll they'll start watching and they'll be like, what? What is this? Here's the thing, right? (laughs) This is... is, I I want to be a bit more realistic here, right? If I was Witty Idiot and I somehow got the rights to to Friends, it would be a bit of a laugh to edit out the laugh tracks and, and upload them and whatever. Or sell the rights to other broadcasters for millions of dollars. Yeah. You know what? Do that. <laughs> Keep it as yeah. is <laughs> and sell it to like a Netflix. It just did sell to Netflix actually, I think, mm-hmm. uh, at least here in Australia. Um, yeah. You make so much more money. There's a reason mm. that they keep selling it. Mm. You know what? Don't buy Friends because it's really expensive and you might not ever make that money back again. I think just keep the money from winning Powerball and yeah, uh, have yeah. a good life. Yeah, yeah. You, you're not investing this wisely at all. Yeah. Um, I He does go by the name Witty Idiot, so I guess technically it's on brand. Um, but I think it's really funny because... Funnily enough, I, I did start uh, rewatching Seinfeld recently. Mm. Also, just came to Australia Netflix. Right, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing about that is, like, I'm so uncertain of how I feel about Seinfeld anymore because back in the day, I used to think it was really great, even as a kid, right? And it's yeah. not even really aimed at. Kids, but I would say I was pretty young at the time. Like, probably started watching before I was even 10, I reckon. And then, uh, you know, a little bit into my teenage years, I suppose. Um, And, you know, I just think it was was really good. Like, the show about nothing, it just kind of worked. It's like, "Ah, I have these problems too. Um, And part of the issue is the how much it's dated Mm. in the sense that... um, like, like one of the issues was actually on, on more than one episode, it could have so easily been solved by a mobile phone. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> so funny how that was so, that was like a plot device, you know? Like, oh, how are, the joke is how are they going to communicate this issue with each other <laughs> without being able to call them right now? You know, it's just such a funny sort of uh, issue. Um, but, uh, I mean, the other thing is the laugh tracks. Really, I had forgotten that they were in the show so much. Yeah. And it really ruins it. Like, I can't imagine a good TV show using laugh tracks now. I think if you are using laugh tracks now, you're kind of a worse show. I think <laughs> it's, it's just that the, the medium evolves. And I think it's just mm. evolved beyond it. And now, because I agree, I actually also watched a little bit of it when it when it popped up on on our Netflix here. And I reckon I I skipped the first season because the first season is not much good. And I I just kind yeah, of remember so that. 
uh, and I got I through like season four. <laughs> I got through like a season and a half, and I found that I, sadly I'm like I'm not laughing as much. <laughs> like, and I mm, think you're right. Yeah. Like, there's something about the format that is just like it feels so quaint now. Where like it yeah, used to feel yeah. like a bit of like a rebellious, edgy sitcom, and it did a lot yeah. for its medium. Obviously, I think being so yeah, like definitely. weird and meta and deconstructionalized, deconstructing stuff. But now compared yeah. to, I don't know, like a community, which took it even further and then the show's taking it even further than that now, it feels so quaint. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually wonder if a quote-unquote show about nothing would even work now. Mm. You know, like that, I, I wonder if they've even just kind of got the monopoly on, oh uh, yeah, these kind of mundane issues that everyone has in day-to-day life like i don't quite know of a show that that's tried to do that so much i mean probably the office the uk version yeah i think yeah uh did that uh not the us version for sure that that went on yeah. for a bit of a tangent and got that like probably a lot the closest. yeah 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 like unrealistic sort yeah. of circumstances and whatnot whereas ricky gervais was like oh no i'm trying to represent like a guy that exists in the world. Yeah. And they're, they're, this is how cringy the, you know, the office life is kind of thing. There, there has been, I've heard it said before that the, the modern version of Seinfeld with a way more nihilistic bent to better represent modern times is it's always sunny in Philadelphia because it is essentially a show pretty much about nothing. You've got the same kind of four yeah. character archetype that Seinfeld has. But it's like the single camera comedy. It's really dark. It's quite twisted. It's, you know, it's like that. And in reference to that, because that's always kind of been somewhat claimed of them being like, this is like a twisted modern version of Seinfeld. Um, mm. They did an episode in which they recreated the original Seinfeld set and recast all of them into main Seinfeld uh, characters yeah except for <laughs> yeah, dennis yeah. and mac who are both too arrogant are both jerry so they're both dressed exactly like jerry seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> just two jerry's yeah. that's about right yeah <laughs> um yeah that's so funny I, in fact getting back to that the the idea of laugh tracks could you imagine always sunny with a laugh track no, at no, the top no. and how that would just totally ruin yeah. the show you know there's a um, um yeah there's quite an interesting video. Uh, there's a YouTuber called Drew Gooden. In fact, we've uh, podnapped him before when we did, uh, I don't remember, the, but it was like training videos where they're, they're like singing songs about how to cook burgers and whatnot. That was a Drew Gooden video. Oh, uh, yeah. He has a really interesting video called Efficiency in Comedy where he kind of breaks down the numbers between a laugh track comedy and a non-laugh track comedy. So I believe he does an mm-hmm. episode of... Uh, the Big Bang Theory versus an episode of, I think it's like uh, The Office or Community or something like that. And just about how yeah. much less you get from a laugh track comedy because you so constantly have to stop. Yeah. So yeah, it, it right. ended up being like 25% of the runtime of the show is laughter. Yeah. So it's like you don't get anything. <laughs> but in The Office where it's it, there's no laugh track and it's a bit more tightly edited and yeah. stuff like that, you just get more yeah. comedy in it. Yeah. I honestly feel like I, I, maybe it's too much of a blanket statement, but I but I really think like in today's day and age, you are a worse writer. Your show has worse writing if you're using a laugh track because you don't like you 
don't have to work as hard for those things. Yeah, you be like, let's put this bad joke in, and then a laugh attack over the top, and you know, you you kind of get away with doing less, and also having a less funny joke with a funnier reaction kind there, of thing. There was a um a show that came out shockingly recently. I'm going to say like maybe 2016 ish uh, on Netflix. It was a Netflix original called The Ranch. It had Ashton Kutcher. It had the other guy from that 70s show that turned out to be a rapist and Sam Elliott. And it was about this family, they're running a ranch. And it was a honest to God, three camera laugh track sitcom. And at the time I remember everyone being like, wow, like really? That's so yeah. weird that you've done this. This feels like absolutely way too late to be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. I mean, it is, is the big bang theory. One of the, latest shows to do this do you think yeah that's like still being successful and interestingly the big bang theory had a spin-off called young sheldon where they ditched the laugh track Mm. so i think that if if that doesn't show that that is like the last gasp of the the audience sitcom (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah it's interesting um anywho uh we should move on i think and get into ask reddit this ask credit was by Joey Upgrade. What's the absolute worst thing someone could whisper into your ear while you try to sleep? Well, one of the worst things people would sometimes whisper to you when you're trying to sleep is, "Hey, are you trying to sleep?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is that's more annoying than what's, anything. <laughs> what's worse is it the question, "Are you trying to sleep?" or is it the question, "Are you awake?" Because are you awake will only get an answer if someone is awake. Mm-hmm. But in a way, yeah. is that is that better? Because really? it's like a, a more, if you get no answer, you've instantly had it confirmed. Really what you should say is, hey, there's a fire in the kitchen. <laughs> you know? Some, and if some, they're like, oh my God. And you're like, oh no, I was just checking you're awake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's no good. Fire. Don't worry that's good about it. Because try to get back to sleep. <laughs> I think everyone in the world has an has ignored a "Are you awake?" question at one point in their life. <laughs> yeah, they're like, right. I'm just going to yeah. pretend I'm not awake. I'm going to pretend I'm asleep. And even the person asking the question's like, I'm pretty sure they're awake, <laughs> but they haven't yeah, answered. Yeah. So, so you're right. Maybe, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. Did, did that sound like someone breaking into you? And they're like, what? Mm-hmm. Nah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Ah, you are awake. (laughs) I have a far less important question to ask you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, this legitimately, this isn't something that was whispered, but I just kind of forgot about this until now. So as I mentioned, I was up until 7 a.m. this morning. So I I went to bed, yeah, like seven, quarter past seven in the morning. And... um, I, I literally get into bed, lie down, and I reckon probably five minutes later, I hear like banging on the wall, like very loud bang. Somebody was like constructing a house right behind my bedroom wall is what it felt like. And it continued for the whole day. I would like fall asleep and then wake up a couple of hours later to them now like sanding down something or I don't know. It was just the worst. It's like the worst timing ever. It was so annoying. So maybe that's the worst thing. 
to whisper in somebody's I, ear. I've got something. He's this isn't nailing this, something next to the This head. also isn't a whisper, but do you remember there used to be a function on certain like uh, phones? If you were setting an alarm, mm-hmm. where it would tell you how many hours are left until that alarm went off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the worst. Yeah. When say you're yeah. up at 7am like you were and maybe you did have something on the next day. So you'd set an alarm and it'd be like, alarm in three hours. And you go, oh my Because <laughs> you, yeah. even though you could probably work that out, you are a bit ignorant when you're just setting, being like, that's a regular time to wake up. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But being faced <laughs> yeah, with the exactly. mortality of the actual amount of sleep you'd get if you fell asleep <laughs> right now, like best, best <laughs> circumstance in the world is you fell asleep right now. This is how much sleep you'd get. Yeah, well, that's the worst part of it, isn't it? Because you're like, okay, it's telling me I've got, yeah, five hours. But it might take me like an hour to get to sleep, maybe, you know, if I really struggle. And because I'm thinking about how little sleep I'm getting, I'm just going to be awake for longer. Mm. (laughs) Um, What if I think uh, what would really get me up is if somebody whispered into my ear that they've wet the bed. But th- th- this isn't about what's getting you up. This is about the worst thing to hear just before you go to sleep. While you while you try to sleep. Yeah. I oh, think right, that right, would really yeah. bother me. Yeah, okay. So it's not so much hearing someone, but just hearing the noise of, of liquid hitting fabric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think and, even and, if and somebody and whispered and into my ear, I'm, I'm wet bed. <laughs> I think that'd be an, I'm being... I'm currently I'm wetting right now. <laughs> Yeah, and as uh, they're saying that, the bed's just gradually getting a bit warmer, and you don't know why. Yeah, uh, that's why I'll never have kids <laughs> for this specific reason. What if what if someone uh, what if someone like they didn't whisper this to you, but you overheard? Oh, good, he's almost asleep. <laughs> oh, for maybe well, yeah, maybe because you know there's uh, many nights where you know my girlfriend won't stay over, so mm. I'm just. Sleep by myself. What if I heard from my cupboard? But what? <laughs> what so am I asleep? <laughs> but what if your girlfriend is staying over and you're dozing off, and then you hear her say, "Oh, good, he's almost asleep." What does that mean? Mm, Who's she talking like to? to? <laughs> and why does she want you to be like, asleep? <laughs> I would like to think that she is. Uh, maybe this is just because uh, I have quite a good relationship with my girlfriend. But I was like, oh, that's quite sweet of her to be concerned about. <laughs> getting good, he's getting his rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that sentence is so um, dependent on tone, isn't it? Because mm, she's yeah, like, yeah. oh, good, he's almost asleep. That's very loving. But she's like, yeah. oh, good, he's yeah. almost asleep. Yeah, she's yeah. excited. Or, oh, good, he's <laughs> almost asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, here's another one, Cam, right? This is from, uh, it was originally by Historical Issue 1939, but it was uh, cross-posted to us by Gone Fish Caking. Uh, the last thing you searched on Google is what kills you. How do you die? Oh, okay. So well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get out the old phone to see the last thing I was searching. I I oh. obviously. Oh, um, okay. I, oh, okay. You've got a good one. Apparently. I'm just. No, I'm just very interested in in how this will kill me. Um, yeah, I, it's okay. also. Can I just say? I think I was searching the most boring thing in the world. 
So the last okay. thing I was searching, I'm going to show it to you on the screen here, is yep. a key organizer called the Orbit Key. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I'm very interested to know. It's going to be a slow death because they're using keys, presumably. Yeah. It's like a little leather gets... pouch that you can you can store your keys in instead of having them jangle in your pocket. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you choke on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't think of any other ways that I'm going to die from it other than, yeah, someone shoves it down my throat. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably just what happens. You get stabbed a million times with keys. Both not enjoyable <laughs> ways to die, really. Um, I The last thing I searched, I binged, obviously, because we don't Google. Yeah. But, um... I searched uh, Blanche, which is a cooking term, uh, which means to sort of briefly like um, boil something, put, mm. put, put like vegetables in boiling water and then take them out and um, run them under cold, cold water um, or put them in ice water or something. You might do it to like broccoli is common yeah, thing. I was actually doing stuff, it yeah. for, for okra. Um and that, I think, would be super painful. Terrible. You'd be boiled. <laughs> I boiled and then chucked into like a freezing environment <laughs> and probably just done that a few few different times. That sounds like a really horrible, terrible horrible way to die. So really think um, about what you're doing to those poor vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I do, I do think about that. What if vegetables have feelings? Can be. All these vegans on their high horse about animals just because they can yeah. obviously see the emotion. If, Again, we are pro-vegan on this show. We're just yeah. not vegans. So we're not vegans ourselves. Out. We are yeah. pro-vegan. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. If that were to if that were to happen, obviously you need to eat something. So vegans have to get off their high horse, eat the horse, mm -hmm. eat the horse. It's as good That's as any vegetable, to do it. as it turns out. It would actually be amazing. Don't you think it would be totally amazing that yeah. world? If one day we learned, yes, definitively, without a doubt, like somebody creates a machine that communicates with plants, mm. plants can actually talk to us and say, actually, this is extremely painful. And the way that our, you know, uh, body works is that uh, even if you pluck us from the ground, we still pain feel pain mm. for you know, a long time or yeah. something horrible. I, I wonder what would happen to the world and, and you know, vegans uh, in particular or just anybody that's kind of like against the idea of cruelty to, to I, animals. Like I think it you... would probably ramp up the, the research and production of completely synthetic foods. Like foods are just But complete... they come from plants. They yeah, can, well, they, yeah. They come just, from nothing. That's true, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, actually, no, I think they can grow, uh, no, they can grow beef from cells. Yeah. But so maybe that's the way to do it because you're not harming the animal, you're just growing it. And in fact, yeah. then we would get off plants completely because there's probably no, or maybe it's harder to replicate that. Than yeah, that. maybe, yeah. So yeah, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, that that may be, that might uh, push it in a further for the direction I'd eat the plants regardless Camber I don't give a crap 
What, what, what are they going to do? Fight back? Ha! I mean, if they did, though. Yeah. Carrots are the dangerous mm. ones. They're already pointy. They are pointy. Yeah. That is... No, do you know what would be the worst? It's prickly pears. Oh, yeah. Pineap- I mean, pineapples as well. Pineapples? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, go watch out for them. Imagine if vegetables took over the world. <laughs> now that's another movie pitch we can write up. We, I think we've, I think we've got that. I think uh, if we put a laugh track over it the whole time, it'll, be, <laughs> it'll cover our, like it'll it. cover our shitty company. <laughs> uh, okay, Gamer, let's uh, move on again to today. I advice. So now it's time for today. I learned. This today I learned is by X10. Today I learned being a Michelin inspector requires 275 inspection meals a year. Okay, here's a question for you, right? I feel like. The Michelin inspector seems like a kind of job everyone's like, oh, that would be the best. But the the reality mm-hmm. of it, I think, would actually be far less uh, glamorous than you think. Is there any oh, yeah. job out there that would be as good as it sounds? Um, what what do you think is so bad uh, from? Being a Michelin inspector. Well, I mean, look. What do you reckon the downside is for that one? 275 meals a year. Obviously, like, that's less than one a day. But I feel like you'd constantly be on the road, probably by yourself, going to restaurants to try these meals. And I would also think you'd see a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Part of the thing about going to a fancy restaurant is you're probably having stuff you never really have before. And it's exciting and it's new and whatever. But if you're eating 275 of these a year it's probably less exciting mm. so it's just like you know like i feel like <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you uh, reckon you get used to it that's an interesting concept do you because presumably right for the most part every restaurant has like exquisite food yeah um and so the question is like i agree with the, the traveling and stuff but the question is, do you ever get bored of or over supremely delicious food? Well, yeah. I think that's an interesting question. It, yeah, it, it is. Because maybe you do. Because I don't even think that you wouldn't enjoy it. I think you'd still enjoy it, but it would be, it, it would, the impact would be far lessened, I think. When you're having an extraordinary mm. meal almost once a day. Oh, you know, for like a fair majority every single year, I think that you 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 get far less meals in your life that you're like, oh my god, that meal was amazing. I've never had anything like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that they're yeah. really special when they they do happen. Yeah, that's true. It's really more, not so much maybe about the meals that you do eat for the Michelin restaurants, but the ones that you don't afterwards. Yeah, you know? it's about the meals you it's don't like, eat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, I had this, you know, amazing duck confit, uh, you know, uh, meal and uh, at restaurant, 
but then dinner the next night, you just had bangers and mash, you know? And you're yeah. like, this is... Yeah. Uh, Would you need to eat really bad food on your off days to make you appreciate the really good food more? Uh, maybe it's purposeful. Like you're yeah, having yeah, but- yeah, maybe you really buttered toast or something, like something real yeah. plain. So then when you do have mm. a really good meal again, you can appreciate it more. It's not a can of yeah. baked beans. Yeah. Um, I've just come up with a genius idea that I actually think is genius and could be done. Mm, it It's going to sound a little exploity, but it doesn't mean to be this way. <laughs> Which is, what if you set up a, a um, food rating system? Yep. That uh, was judged purely by the homeless. Okay. And so restaurants that wanted, like it would still have to be this coveted award, right? Mm-hmm. And you you would maybe even have to <clears throat> do like a little bit of training or something with, um, with, with homeless people to be like, this is the sort of things you're looking for in, in good supreme food. And so then you have restaurants that give free meals to these homeless people in order to try and get, you know, like as something as exclusive as a, a kind of Michelin star award where it has to be really good and you have to have a certain percentage of homeless people be like, yep, it is really good. And then and it's its own reward, but it also, you know, can can help some of these homeless people get, get meals. Hmm. Is that genius? That's pretty good. What would you call it? Um, the Street Eats Award. Ah, uh, have you won a Street Eats? Yeah, have yeah. you won a Street Eats? Mm. People on the street say so, this is I the best tell you what you do, meal, Nelson. You, know? you take the words Street Eat, put them into an English mm-hmm. to French translator... Find the French for street uh, eat, then that sounds way fancier. The street eats, I think, is what <laughs> will come yeah, out of that. <laughs> goo, goo, it comes out of Google. It says street eats brackets in a in a heavily uh, French accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, now I have to do this. Hold on. Street eat. Here's a here's a question. Manja din dans la rue. Ah, manja dans la rue, hey. Manger dans le rue. Yeah. <laughs> the manger. Honestly, sounds pretty good. Sounds yeah, well, manger is eat. I know that. So, what's what's straight? It says dans la rue. Uh, so the but dans- I think rue is street. So, I'm not actually sure what. It's probably it's la. probably something like eat. Or la eat, is the. So like, the like, yeah, it, I'm going to say it's probably translating into like eat on the street. Yeah, maybe street eat. Because technically, wouldn't it be like uh, Le Rue Mont? La Rue Mont. Uh, yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But French and like Italian, yeah, some of those European yeah. languages do a weird work thing where they yeah. flip stuff. Yeah. Bloody idiots. Here's <laughs> um, uh, a question. I don't yeah, know whether anyway. this, is, this is the dumb question. And mm-hmm. I don't know how, if the spelling lines up even. But Michelin stars 
and the company Michelin. Are they related? You know how like Guinness is the book <laughs> and it's the beer? Yeah. Or like yeah, Yamaha are like Yamaha are like, we make motorbikes, but also we'll make a piano. Like they're just not things yeah. you would think are related. <laughs> Um, is, yeah, that's is true. Michelin related they make in any tires way? Tires <laughs> and, and restaurant <laughs> ratings. Maybe that'd be that'd be. Good. I like to think that's, that that's... the the Michelin inspectors do go dressed up as the Michelin Man. They've got the big white <laughs> yeah. suit on, and they kind of oh, they tumble in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um. I'll do another today, I'll learn. All right. Can be. This is originally by Tamakat2, uh, but it's cross posted to this by Gone Fish Caking again. Working hard this Today, I'll learn. In, in, yeah. Today, I'll learn the, uh, the 2002 Steven Spielberg's, Spielberg slash Leonardo DiCaprio movie, Catch Me If You Can, which was based on a true story of a master con man, is entirely bullshit. His only real con was convincing people his story was real to the point they made a movie about it. Yeah, there's some conjecture here, if you don't mind my mm-hmm. saying so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Though it is fitting, given that they're talking about a con man, to just conjecture, you know. Uh, so, yeah. first of all, 2002's Catch Me If You Can. Absolute awesome movie. I love it so much. It, it could be one of my favorite movies. Like, I really yeah. love Catch Me If You Can. Uh, yes, yeah, so I I was reading. This came out recently, I would say in the last month or two, because uh, there's a yeah. book coming out about it. the 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 claim is Frank Abagnale Jr., the guy who Catch Me If You Can is about and who Leonardo DiCaprio played in the movie, has been yep. making a career from telling these really outlandish con man stories. And this one reporter decided to fact check him. And it's so they're saying that it's entirely bullshit. The claim actually is that they can't find any evidence for him having done them. Mm, so yeah, the, that's he's right. like he the only person that can truly claim these are him, and he's a notorious liar. Yeah, yeah, so that's what, right. What seemed to be the theory is that because he was certainly arrested, there's like criminal records and stuff for him being arrested. Is that he? When he got out, he went on a TV show. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's like a TV show where two people would pretend to be someone, and then there's the real person, and they would try and each of them would like try and claim they're the real person, and there'd be the real outlandish stories and whatnot. And he appeared on it a few times, telling his story, and he kept getting asked back because everyone was really excited. And every time he came back, his story got more and more ridiculous yeah. and ridiculous. And then after that, he started doing like talking tours and. He wrote a book, and every time it got even more extraordinary, even more extraordinary. So the, the claim is that he didn't necessarily do everything he was saying. He did versions of them, but far, far less fantastic than his claim. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, ultimate right. con is to con being a con man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I, I do know that, in fact, I think my, uh, my uncle... Which is cousin Rowan's dad, mm. I think. Mm. Hope I'm not making this up. Uh, used to work with him, mm. the real guy, um, and and I think in in a uh, preventative fraud capacity. Yeah. Uh, and he used to charge heaps of money. Oh yeah, I think. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I think like he he was a con man and he did do do cons and uh, 
maybe they weren't as outlandish as he's saying, but, um, you know, like, I I don't think it's it should really take away from the fact that he was a good con man. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> well, that's what I mean about uh, conjecture when they say that everything that is in that movie is entirely bullshit. Well, I don't think that is yeah. what they're claiming. They're claiming I don't think that that's true. Yeah, he's definitely embellished everything he's done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like murderers, you know. Some serial killers have been like, yeah, oh, I do all this stuff, and they learned actually some of that's not true. Yeah. I also, I really want to read this book. I don't know whether it's out yet or not, but um, also some claims that he's a bit, he was a bit of a, uh, a like a semi creep stalker to several women. Uh, whereas in his book, he claims that he slept with many beautiful women and perhaps there's this weird, uh, yeah. you know, internalization thing going on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I was con man, can be. All we I'm do is still want to be. Con all we man. do is steal people's precious time. I know. Yeah. If only we could monetize that somehow. One day, it'll never happen. Uh, all right. Let's get into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought is by Shahuster. The older we get, the more we appreciate smaller music venues. I don't think this took me getting older. I I always enjoyed yeah. that more. Yeah, like yeah, especially always. in high school, man. I was a local music fiend. Like I would mm, go to local. Mm, yeah. So that's how I that I started by going to very small venues, and then I remember the first mm. proper concert I ever went to was Green Day. Yep. Actually, Green Day at Rod Laver Arena. <laughs> Right, okay. Would have been an American idiot, I think. It's huge. But I remember thinking, like, this is way worse. Like, I'm so far back. I'm so far back. I have to watch Simple Plan as a support act. This is terrible. What's going on? (laughs) Yeah. It's like I can barely see the sound. I had to watch the big screens. I had to watch the big screens. Yeah. Yeah. the, The sound is always worse. Yeah. It's like this is what I think you get from a concert is... You get the small bits of banter in between, mm. which is like, hey, how's everybody doing in <laughs> Melbourne? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, Melbourne, you said the name of our city. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, you know what? This is the best city. And we're like, yeah, yeah, oh, my God. And then they say, you guys are even better than Sydney. And we go, oh, oh my God, yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing that we're better at. Yeah, we hate them. It's just like... It's it's like I think the idea of concerts is just so much worse. I don't know why they're so popular. I can't get into the mindset of of why they are so as popular as they are. I think I saw um, Eminem uh, on uh, was my like sort of first. I, I'd say like big concert. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And. Um, like I, I really love it. Man, him think he think he's great, but I just like wasn't I wasn't as entertained listening to his music yeah, well, at the concert that I would have been like in the car pumping it. Uh, okay, that that's in, that's interesting, and I I don't necessarily agree. I I really like concerts, but 
what I love about small venue concerts is that, I mean, one generally it's you can see a bit better and whatever, but the atmosphere there's there's this very specific thing that I, in fact, I remember saying this to Stacey not long ago that I I miss, which is when you're at a small venue gig and everything starts playing and it's so loud that you can kind of feel it in your chest, you can feel the pump of the bass and the drums, you can feel it in your in in your chest. Right, I love that yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. I think it's so. There's something about it. I don't know what it is, but it's like a high okay. where you f- you literally feel the music through you <laughs> because it's just like yeah. it's just pumping through the floors up up through the floors into your body. But mm-hmm. when I'm yeah. sitting several thousand people deep in a seat in a stadium, yeah. I don't really feel mm-hmm. that. It's something about the vibration through the floor up through your feet mm-hmm. that makes it happen. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I I agree. My my order is. Small venue in the car, then big <laughs> <concert>. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's um, the that's speaking. I, of what you're saying it. about uh, the large venues, the bands shouting out the cities. Have you ever seen the compilations of bands saying the wrong city names? It's it's so good. I love it because <laughs> the crowd immediately uh, yeah. turns on any musician that dares <laughs> think that they're in the wrong. They're in a different city. Yeah, but I don't know why that's I have right. this memory burnt into my into my memory so clearly. But I do recall that Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day made a point that he pronounced Melbourne correctly because uh, 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 Americans tend to say Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah. And he was specifically like, I know it's not Melbourne, it's Melbourne. And everyone's like, oh yeah. my God, he knows us so well. <laughs> <laughs> we are not worthy. We are not worthy. <laughs> Yeah. You guys are way better than Brisbane. Oh, you almost had it. You almost had it. Oh, so close, so close. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's true. I don't even think it was. It, it is weird that this person obviously is associated with age, whereas I feel like we have yeah. both forever been like, oh no, this is always the yeah. You know, for many years I went it's, to it's, a, al- it's always been better. <laughs> yeah, for many years I went to a very shitty venue called the TLC, which is just like a small town hall in the southeast suburbs of Melbourne. Uh, yeah, but I loved it. I loved every minute of it. It was terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. T- tiny, small, smelt bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's another one. This is by G Screen. Uh. The real reward of cigarettes is removing yourself from a given situation. Oh, okay. Um, I know this isn't something you've probably had to been able to experience, um, but it is. It is like the get out of jail free card mm. uh, or get out of social interaction free card. Yeah, definitely. Um, in a lot of instances, talking to somebody that you don't really want to talk to. Um, obviously the worst part is if they're like, oh, I also smoke cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll come out with you. And that can be, that can be painful because then you're stuck with them for way longer. Because on the reverse side, I have found, not that I'm advocating for anybody to smoke cigarettes, <laughs> but I, but I made a lot of, f- um, uh, friends, not only just friends, but like connections with people because, I would go out and smoking because there's, there's usually so many, so fewer smokers. One time I went to um, a Dota tournament 
and I noticed one of the players going outside for his cigarettes. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go out. I was, I was still smoking at the time. So I was like, I'm going to go out and have a cigarette. And I uh, went out there and he's just standing by himself. So I you know, had a cigarette with him and then just started talking to him and had a really good conversation with him. It was really interesting. And I was like, that it, it kind of yeah worked in the reverse where you can you can use that as like a um tool to to get to know somebody i think it's really interesting the dynamic that cigarettes can bring because you're kind of outcast from people in a lot of ways yeah you know and i would obviously never go back just just making cigarette because they do the benefits don't uh outweigh the negatives i, I um, think an undervalued aspect of the smoke conversation is the length of one cigarette is almost the perfect length of a casual conversation. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's that's just true. the right yeah. amount of time where you can have a bit of a chat to yeah. someone, but it doesn't get too awkward and you leave. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think that's the thing, and that's probably why the the you know player that I spoke to we ended up speaking. Yeah, we spoke for a bit longer as well, but it's because you can you can also use the excuse. Okay, I. I've finished my cigarette now, yeah. and so now it's time for us to end the conversation. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's a suitable kind yeah. of the conclusion, you know. It doesn't have to come to an awkward stop or, mm-hmm. you know, be like, oh, I'm going to move over here now. Yeah, because uh, be much like, like oh, having this- the cigarette is your get out jail free card to leave other people. If yeah. you strike up a conversation, it's also the end of the cigarette is the get out jail free card to stop that conversation you've started why having a cigarette? Yeah. If it's not going well, you're yeah. like, well, I'm out and I'm going to head back in or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, I'm just going to do one last quick one and then we can go into podnapping. But this is by Evelyn. The problem with taking the bull by the horns is that it's a bull with horns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure... If Evelyn is way more insightful than everybody else or has totally missed the <laughs> totally point. Totally missed the point, yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think they've missed the point of the saying that is, okay, you've been presented with a bull. <laughs> yeah. That, that is taken as read in the say. That, that is yeah. a problem. They know that's a problem. Here's the thing. This bull is going to gore you with yeah. its horns. <laughs> yes, yes. What should you do in this situation? Yeah, yeah. It's not like we've got a predicament. What we'll do is we'll introduce a bull into the circumstance. <laughs> like that's not, that's not the reading of the saying that I think most people have. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's funny. Uh, all right, let's uh, get into podnapping. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another podcast and we do it ourselves. This week is my week, Nelson. Um, I'm continuing a theme that we have. In fact, theme is the correct word here because we've been we've been doing, uh, you know, I said, well, what are, what are actors' real names? And you said, okay, well, what are these films originally titled as? Which essentially is just a, a very thinly veiled, like, pop culture quiz. Yeah, so okay. I've continued that trajectory, and this week I want to test maybe your sonic abilities. You know, this being an audio oh. medium and all. What I've got here are mm-hmm. some famous TV theme tunes, and I want you to identify okay. what the theme tune, like the theme tune belongs to which TV show. 
Now, there's a couple of things okay. I, I took into consideration here. One, mm-hmm. I eliminated any theme that used the words, that, like the title of the show and the words. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. so you can't have like, you know, the Simpsons theme starts with the Simpsons. That's out. Can't have that. Yeah. Some of them are just music. Some of them are songs. Uh, mm-hmm. The other thing I took into consideration is I've gone with some classic TV shows. I've gone okay. with some TV shows from like when we were kids. I've gone with mm-hmm. one very specific Australian TV show from the 90s. <laughs> and then, okay. just to mix it up, I've also tried to add in a current show, just to test your knowledge of current TV as well. Oh, okay, So I've tried to mix okay. it up a bit. I can't guarantee that you've I seen like it. all of these shows. Yeah, but okay. I picked ones that have. If I don't get it right, it's only because I haven't seen it before, and it's not fair. So we shouldn't include that in my final <laughs> score. Exactly. But as a way yeah. of showing you kind of how it will work, here's my example. I would say, Nelson, what TV show is this the theme for? Uh, that's probably the best TV show in the world, and it is. And it is, in fact, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Correct. So as you can see, fairly simple. Format. Do you know what I? <laughs> I actually thought you stopped playing it after a second. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've got this anyway. I didn't need to hear more. But yeah, then it's, the riff that, kicked in. That, that one's got the very mem- memorable. Not many shows start with a howl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right. You get the idea. There's one, two, three, okay. four, five, six, seven. There's eight I've got here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to do more, but I, I, there's only nine slots on our soundboard and one of them was taken up with that example so (laughs) we've got eight here that's funny okay i'm gonna start with one here now this is um i would say a classic tv show theme i'm not sure if you've seen the show but this was a very well-known opening okay this is this is show number one which show does this belong to Do you recognize the song? Um, uh, I'm not sure if this is right because you said classic. <laughs> what? Classic is a, is a subjective I thought, thing. I thought maybe it's like True Blood. Oh, like no, it's, it's not True Blood, but you are on the right network. It's a bit earlier than True Blood. I'll give you this hint. It, this released yeah. in 1999. Ah. Often uh, hailed as one of the, the best shows of all time. Oh, it's uh, Entourage? <laughs> no, I don't think anyone hails that as one of the best shows of all time. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I forgot no, that you said that, that. That was the theme uh, song. Oh, did you do another guess before I, I tell you? Uh, uh, I'm going to do one more guess because I feel like I... I feel like I know this one. This one, eh? Um, nah, I don't know. That was the theme Give song to, to The Sopranos. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, see, I have heard that. It's just so long yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would say that show became quite infamous because they play the entire song in the opening. Like, it's a really long opening. Definitely goes for like right, two minutes yeah. and they play the, pretty much the entire song every <laughs> single time. 
Yeah. Uh, here's another That's one. Uh, coincidentally, came yeah. out the the very year after The Sopranos. What show does this theme song belong to? Look like you got the that's, that's the office. That is the office. Which version? Yeah. The UK version. The UK version, yes. The real version, Camber. <laughs> and in, in keeping, it's a bit less jaunty than the American version, isn't it? A bit, a bit drearier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it encapsulates the uh, UK office yeah. life. <laughs> uh, you got that one pretty quickly. Big office fan, I take it. I know you're a big fan of Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was... That was the classic I was one of the many who were terrified when the US version came out we're like this is going to ruin the series I was even terrified during the whole first season of the American one because the first season's not very good that that remake it was not very good (laughs) yeah yeah well because they tried to do the UK one they like rewrote the every or most of the episodes I think yeah yeah pretty much Um, from the UK one you're like this humor doesn't match (laughs) american american humor doesn't do the dreary depressing humor as well as the english and i think rightly so they injected it with a bit more optimism from the first series Mm. onwards and it gets a lot better yeah okay here's one this is one from our childhood now this is to me an absolute banger of a theme song but i'm not actually sure whether this was a show that you watched but it's definitely a show you would have been Mm. aware of okay what show okay. is this theme for? Oh. Oh, man, I know this one. Oh. Uh, cartoon, right? Cartoon, correct. Oh, you said this, kids. That was no hard guess, I guess. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, I know this one. I know this one. Um, it's oh an absolute God. banger of a theme song. The problem is it could be so many yeah. of the cartoons that I watched as a kid. So um, what- for some reason, my mind first went to, um, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but like future Batman. Oh, Batman Beyond. Batman Batman Beyond. Uh, no, the it's initial not. thought it, it, I had. It's not Batman Beyond, but I will give you this hint. It is a superhero. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's comic book related. Okay. Superhero. Oh, is it X-Men? It is the X-Men. Well done. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Which, to me... I, I, I did get an impression that it was a group of people. I mean, I know my first guess was Batman Beyond, but after that, I was like, I think it's a group of people, yeah. So, uh, I I feel like that one, I love that tune. I think it's so great. Um, But yeah, there. do you remember when they were doing the X-Men movies and they were... Every movie they were changing decades. So there's one in the 60s, there's one in the 70s, there's one in the 80s. And then just recently yeah. they did one that was set in the 90s. And what a missed opportunity yeah. to not play like that. Yeah. Or a similar version to that <laughs> at some point. Something similar, yeah. They didn't do it. What a waste. Yeah, that would have been great. All right, this one, this one now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were a child growing up in Australia in the 90s, correct? Yes. Okay, this one you might get. Uh, mm-hmm. But most of our listeners, I dare say, wouldn't. 
I, okay. I I ran this by Stacy just to see, just to, like a, as a barometer to be like, is this too hard? She got it. Granted, she is smarter. Okay. She is smarter than you or not. But yeah, yeah, that's true. What show was this the theme for? <laughs> uh, was this the gem? No, it's not the gem. Oh man, I know this one. Alex Mack? Not Alex Mack. Alex Mack wasn't an Australian show, I don't believe. Oh yeah, it was an Australian. Oh yeah, I watched this show. I did. <laughs> I watched this show a lot. Uh, oh man, I really thought it was going to be the gem actually. Oh, uh, oh no, it's not. It's definitely not round the twist. That has a like very unique one. I so I here, here's it the thing. Round the twist in it. Well, that's the thing. My originally, I was going to put round the twist. Uh, but they yeah. say round the twist in it a lot in that theme song. Have you ever, ever, ever felt like, like this? this? There was a couple that I had to go um, through before I found one that didn't have the... Th- I, I tried round the twist. They say round the twist too many times. Then I tried cheese TV. Yeah. And then they say cheese yeah. TV too many times. And then I tried... Do you remember the show Feral TV? <laughs> Uh, not really. Oh, yeah, I think it's like I the do. rat yeah, and the cat yeah. and the dog, and they all live yeah, in the sewer. Yeah, the rat, yeah. But they say yeah. it too many times. So this one, no words. Oh, man. It, it definitely rings a bell. Uh, or a, or a, can you give me a hint on this one? <sighs> yeah, look, I would say that the theme is more remembered than the show itself. I actually don't remember what the show's about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but it is more it's, in the round the twist vein. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like uh, it's like magical in some way or something. Maybe again, I don't really remember the show. I just remember the theme song. <laughs> oh yeah, I do definitely remember the the um, this theme song. I think I'm going to have to give up. All right, especially that- for. Our non-Australian listeners. That was like, the oh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, don't care about this one. That was the uh, the theme song to the ABC Kids TV show Ship to Shore. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, ne- would not have got that. I, that name doesn't ring a bell at all. That tune absolutely, absolutely. Does, but the yeah. name I have no idea that. that I, is. I, I even remember the name, and even Stacey got the name as well. But I could not tell you for love nor money what Ship to Shore was actually about. I just remember that theme <laughs> yeah. song. Coming up, so I've got a kind oh of a difficult. God. I even I've just quickly binged it, and even just the the like still images of the show. I'm <laughs> nothing. Like, I don't does nothing. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> <laughs> but the theme song, very specifically, yeah. Um, so Maybe. I've got kind of a difficult one next. Okay, mm-hmm. it's yep. um, you're gonna need to really listen to this one because it's very short and it's not overly produced. Okay. What TV show is this the theme for? Now, here's the thing. You're you're saying I don't think I heard that, but that is just a bunch of whirling and and whooshes and and whatnot. Could, Could you hear anything through there? It was pretty low in concept. <laughs> I think because 
I don't know. Maybe the speaker's trying to pick up yeah. louder sounds. I, I wonder if, uh, if because we're doing this like over Zoom at the moment, whether it's like, this isn't anything, I'll filter this all out. <laughs> yeah, that's, be, I think that's be. basically what... But you know I, what? I like sort of... Regular. Anyway, okay, low humming. A low, a low humming, got. whirling noise. Um, no, no, no actual music per se. It's just a very recognisable okay. noise. What sort of era are we in here? Did uh, you we're say? in the mid 2000s here. Huge show. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, uh, mid 2000s, huge show. Just some low wearing. <laughs> um, That's kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, very mysterious as well. Very mysterious noise. Oh, mysterious. Um, I don't know. I'm drawing a complete blank on this one, actually. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Do you want to take a stab at any of the big shows in the 2000s? Just take a stab at any of them. Um, could be Prison Break. What was a big show? Oh, Prison Break. Yeah. No, it's not Prison Break. Uh, um, oh, 30 Rock. No, no. I did consider the 30 Rock thing because there's no words in it. No, that was the opening oh. sound of the TV show Lost. Oh, so for some reason I thought we were doing good TV shows. So <laughs> that one That's wasn't objective. on my radar. It's all objective. <laughs> can, I, can I say, in slight defense of Lost, Lost walked so that Stranger Things could run. Like, mm, yeah, okay. Lost was just way too ahead of its time and in the wrong format. If that was like a 10 episode, <laughs> three season streaming show, everyone would love it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Mm. Oh, they just went, for me, like, I mean, I like, obviously it's an outsider perspective because I didn't really, like, I didn't watch it, but the the premise seemed to just go on for way too long. Yeah, like maybe they just did way too many seasons. And I remember seeing a a um like a teaser where there's like polar bears on the island, and I was like, I don't know what this show is, but I think they've lost it. That, like, I that was that's episode one. <laughs> polar bears what on the island is episode one. Yeah, what? It's episode no one. Way. Yeah. So here's the, here's oh. the problem with Lost is I actually think it's it's a legitimately good show, especially for the time it came out, but. People got frustrated because they weren't answering things quick enough because you had to wait each week, week to week. And then because it was network television, they had to do 23 episodes a season. So they, they had to resolve things within 23 weeks rather than like a streaming show, which are generally like 10 to 12. So I yeah. think that genuinely, I think if, if that show had to come out now on a streaming platform, everyone would have loved it. It would have been the squid game of its time. Oh, that's a big call. And I totally disagree. <laughs> well, you you're glad to be wrong, Nelson. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to go uh, back to another children's show. What show was this the theme for? Every day when you're walking down the street, everybody that you meet has an original point of view. And I say, hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. This is a good song. 
This is a classic song. Very positive. Like. Very positive song for a very positive show. Do you recognize it, Nelson? Yeah, sort of. I feel like. Uh, is it a fi- uh, so uh, cartoon? Cartoon again. Yep. Uh, kind of cartoon you maybe would have watched. Female main character. Male. Oh, male. Male main character. Okay. In fact, the show is named after the main character. Oh, is it Arnold? Hey Arnold. I mean, wait, not Hey Arnold. Uh, Arthur? It is Arthur. Well uh, done. Hey Arthur. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel like a lot of people do get it very confused with Hey Arnold as well, because originally yeah. when it first came out, I went Hey Arnold. No, not Hey Arnold. Arthur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. One of those. One of those. <laughs> um, yeah, Arthur. Which I believe wasn't Arthur like an aardvark or something. <laughs> what was Arthur? Some kind of anthropomorphic animal human hybrid. I think it was a. I think it was uh, an aardvark. I think he was actually alien, and <laughs> oh, this is right. a po- post-apocalyptic future where the aliens have taken They've over. Taken over. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now this is the last one. This is a current show. Okay. Big hit, won a lot of Emmys. In fact, what I did is I said, I want, a, I want a current show theme song. And when I looked up like what's won a lot of awards and what's been very popular, the problem is not many shows these days have themes at all because the skip mm-hmm. intro button has kind of rendered them obsolete. So shows like yep. The Crown and stuff like that, it's like they don't really have a thing. So I actually don't know whether you've seen this show, but I, I just checked enough to know that this is a big popular show of the moment. And whenever this, okay. thong, whenever this theme starts, I personally get fucking pumped. What show is this the theme to? No recognition. I don't think I've seen this show. No recognition on your face. I'm trying to even think what what um, TV show it could possibly be. It's a prestige drama. From on HBO, like Peaky Blinders or something. Oh, Peaky Blinders would have been a good one because they don't say the word Peaky Blinders in that theme song, and it's it's a, it's a good one. It's not <laughs> not Peaky Blinders. No, I look, I I don't. I'm not confident you've ever seen this show. I just wanted. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty a, sure I've never a popular heard, yeah. modern show just to see whether you're in touch with modern TV. And as it turns out, you're not. You're not. You're not at all. Not at all. Uh, that no. is the theme music to the HBO series Succession. Right, haven't even heard of the TV show. So <laughs> there you go. That's something, something else. You're more out of touch than I, ever, is, than I ever imagined. I think I'm more in touch with TV than the regular man because there's only one TV series that anybody ever needs to watch. Um, like watch it on repeat. And that's the one. That's the one. If you'd like, you could expand into Angel. Uh, but... Can, can we all appreciate you. how much this song slaps when it cut, goes into double time? Yeah, yeah. About halfway through, it, and the drums start going double time about around about now. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, not now. It's after this, isn't it? The yeah, it's good. Here we go. It's just good stuff. It's good stuff for a show that probably hasn't aged that well. 
And now it's time for the Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Got an interesting one here uh, to start us off with, Nelson. Uh, actually, <laughs> yes. not signed. Do we know who this is by? Oh, uh, yes, it is by um, Jeremy. Okay. Now, there's two ways I can read this because this does feature a lot of emojis. Do mm-hmm. I read it yeah. sans emojis to perhaps help the flow or do I read it with emojis to point out just how many emojis there are? <laughs> I think, has I this think been designed... Should, I think you should say... So go yeah, on. sorry. I was going to say, has this been designed to be caught in every kind of spam filter that's ever been made? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I think, think it so. has. I think what you should say is you should read it, but in, rather than describing the emojis, just say emoji whenever you cross one okay. so that we know how many emojis we use. Okay. And people have to use their imagination as to what emojis we use. Very good. Okay. Uh, so this is from Jeremy. says, hey, Hans, emoji, emoji, exclamation mark. <laughs> Yeah, this is good. This is good. (laughs) Do you want a bigger dick? Emoji question mark. I have the perfect opportunity for you, emoji. Full stop. Did you know, emoji, that dog oils, emoji, enhance the male genitalia, emoji question mark. It is a simple emoji and all natural emoji, emoji, emoji way to enlarge any human penis. No gluten, emoji, full stop. Pills, emoji, emoji, and penis pumps, emoji. Ah, yucky, emoji, emoji, full stop. Your buddy, emoji, from college will tell you that dog oils, emoji, don't do shit, emoji, emoji. But what does he know, emoji, emoji, question mark? Don't spend your money, emoji, emoji, or time, emoji, on those scams, emoji, emoji, full stop. For only $50, I can hook you up, emoji, with an amazing emoji starter kit of penis, emoji, organic dog oils, emoji, 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 exclamation mark. Protect your emoji and your family emoji with this incredible offer. Emoji, and then a big old exclamation mark. And then there's a couple of hashtags. We've got boss bitch, lady boss, eat, pray, love, girl boss, <laughs> euro boss. Oh, Chicago. Cor- okay, Chicago correspondent. Oh, yes, I would have recognized Jeremy as that. Uh, living your best life. Hashtag straight correspondent. Hashtag mum life. Hashtag I love my job. Hashtag work hard, play hard. Uh, now normally we thank everyone for writing in uh, I don't know how to feel about this one Nelson Yeah uh, This one I think <laughs> Jeremy Emoji 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 Oh jeez that, that yeah. third emoji In particular so, is a big indictment Pretty harsh yeah. It was In case anybody didn't get it That third one was the big poop emoji Yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I don't know what that is. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just don't know what it is. But we'll, it is. we'll take one, please. We'll take one and we'll halve it because yeah. our big, our dicks are already pretty big. So <laughs> just a little bit more for the both of us would be great. Um, okay. <laughs> this is by Amanda. Hi guys, I sent this email to you over a month ago, but you never mentioned it. I mean, I'm no fuckhead podcaster, but uh, I feel as if I'm being ignored. Emoji. Emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Not a joke, there is an emoji there. (laughs) It's either that, or you've been busy working on the movie script and wanted to surprise us all with the completed script. Um, Cambo, I'd like to just quickly start something here. 
did you read this email and uh, then try to find Amanda's previous email? Yes. Yes, and I did. could you find it? I couldn't. You couldn't find it, right? No. Yeah, I couldn't find it either. Yeah. So I think we're being gaslit here. Oh my God, Amanda, and how could you? Amanda, you never sent it through and you're trying to make us look like the bad guys. So I don't appreciate it. Yeah. Check, check your anyway. outbox, Amanda. Perhaps it never sent. Yeah. Check your outbox. Anyway, I've been thinking more about the movie and got some suggestions for obvious bits in it. One. There has to be a junior, obviously played by Eden, from Cancelled Movie Reports. Mm -hmm. The movie's name is Loopholes. Mm. Yeah, this is good. Uh, Three, your characters have spent way too much money on uniforms and a truck for a bogus fountain cleaning company. (laughs) (laughs) It's 5.30am on a freezing Melbourne Wednesday morning and you are standing crutch deep in the fountain at the front of the Arts Centre and have raked in (laughs) $37.65 as well as sundry coins from other countries. Nelson is about to call a cousin who is a numismatist? 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 Matist? Oh, a coin collector. Numismatist. I've never heard of that before. Anyway, just in case those New Zealand 20 cent pieces from 2015 are worth something. (laughs) Uh, Four, the final scene has to be the two of you at Melbourne Airport with your tickets to adventure. One has a ticket to Sweden, (laughs) one to Switzerland, (laughs) because it's basically the same place, right? (laughs) This sounds like a really good uh, good movie. I'm liking it. Uh, this was the bit in the first email. Thanks so much for your podcast. As always, I'm deeply grateful for your commitment. Despite everything, you are there every week and making me laugh. Plus, since your podcast, of course, always arrives on a Monday, I love the randomness of which day of the week turns out to be Monday. (laughs) (laughs) You've often talked about the trip you did from Perth and how much you loved it. And I loved learning that the reason for the trip was uh, that the three of you might be able to generate an idea for a movie script. Well, that never happened, but the idea sticks in my head. So often, the bits you come up with just off the cuff, I mean, you have assured us that none of this podcast is anyway scripted. And many times, I think that idea could really go somewhere. Uh, have you ever thought of going ahead with some of the more bonkers ideas and seeing if you could put them into script form, either as a movie or a series? Take care, and thanks uh, for making me laugh. Hugs, Amanda. P.S. I bet you read this from top down, which is basically out of order. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. I did do that. Yes. Uh, so um, a couple of, a couple of points. Uh, she says that uh, the reason we we went on this road trip many years ago, uh, you, myself, and Eden from Cancer Movie Report, was to generate a script, uh, but nothing ever came of it. Uh, a script did come of it. Uh, the company didn't want it. So... <laughs> It just got, it well, just got the, to pit it out. Well, the, I mean, I really think that, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, remember the that there was the script, because you basically ended up writing the, the script, right? Because yeah. you had a, there was like a challenge, right, for a week, because we, we basically yeah. stopped working on it. Yeah, so, and so then what one, happened? One month or something, there's like a screenwriting yeah. month or something, yeah. right? Yes, so what happened is we end up having quite a detailed movie outline uh, that was broken into particular story beats and I had all that kind of stuff done and yeah there's a thing called Zero Draft 30 which is the idea is within 30 days 
write a first draft of a screenplay. And I remember thinking, I wanted to do it. And we had a pretty detailed story outline broken into story beats already. So that would make mm, things a lot yeah. easier. So I wrote it for that. Yeah. I do remember um, Remember one part of the script was that it, it just said um, more Dark Knight of the Soul here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a, is, is a sort of writing A, a very, term, a very specific guess, screenwriting kind of, term, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but somehow that was still... It's left in. People yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah, still read that and thought, this is fine. Yeah. Um, I, I also uh, remember, so we yeah. wrote it for one specific person who is like a, a semi-powerful movie producer in Australia and he was like oh what I'll do is I'll set up a meeting with a different film company in Australia because they might be interested in optioning it and then we had a few meetings with them and they're like oh yeah we're somewhat interested in optioning it and then do you remember there's one meeting where they're like we're shutting down our film department so we're not optioning anything anymore yes now, that was a different place. And remember, yeah, yeah. we were going to do they, a they, they, TV they, show before they, that? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It ended up being going from a movie to a TV show. Hmm. And then I remember we were trying to, for ages, trying to work out how we could adapt this movie <laughs> into a TV show. Yeah. And then, like, and then after spending ages on it, one day we were like, "Wait, why do we have to make the, the plot movie of the movie, the TV, sh- the the yeah. plot of the, so, yeah, the movie? Why don't we just make the, it an interesting TV show about this premise?" That that might not make much sense, but the the pl- the premise of the movie was two people from the city being stationed in rural Australia, very specifically mm-hmm. on the border of two states. And we had a whole yep. plot in the movie that is about something in particular. And we kept trying to work that into a TV series. And then we're like, why don't we just set it in that town and have whatever happens? Like he has to go on a date yeah, with this yeah. person. <laughs> like, suddenly we yeah. all realized that you didn't need to cram two hours worth of movie plot into a, into six <laughs> yeah. half hour episodes. You can just do individual <laughs> things. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. We ended up going nowhere. Yeah. So. Um, any of our things that we think could develop into script? Um, maybe. I've often thought that um, if I was ever going to stand, uh, try my hand at stand-up comedy, I would probably go back through the archives and mine any weird things that have worked particularly well from this show. Because, fun fact, that's what Ricky Gervais did. If, if you've ever seen Animals, his first stand-up special, and you've listened to his yeah. XFM radio shows, you hear yeah. all of his stand-up bits come from his XFM radio show through conversations mm. he's had, and then you see how he yeah. worked them into a stand-up routine. I've always thought that yeah. that's probably what I would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm hoping will happen is one of the listeners will write a movie or TV series based on stuff we've spoken about, and then uh, we'll claim the royalty. Who'll sue? Mm. And get get the money for it yeah. when it eventually comes out. Yeah. That's that's what I'm planning on doing. So <laughs> there's that. Um, also, I've just got another quick one. This was La, P- De- La Padre Lurker. They wrote in our subreddit. Uh, this was a reference to a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They said, I can lick my elbow. Well done. Well done. I think... Uh, this is the kind of stuff I enjoy. More of this stuff. Send it in. Photos or it didn't happen is what oh, I think. Oh, very good. I'm saying... Anybody can say they can lick their elbow. Because what if they just like, oh, they lick like the outer bit of arm, you know? 
Oh, I, yeah, that's yeah. not the elbow. Where does the elbow you know? start? That's what we got to do. Where does the elbow start? I want it smack bang yeah, yeah. in the middle you of want, the You elbow. want them to that's be looking at the, the point of their elbow right in the middle. But you're yeah. saying photos where it didn't happen. I'm saying email in any claim you want. Claim anything. Oh, okay. We won't check it. Claim anything. Claim anything. We won't yeah. check it. That's true. We don't check anything. We're too lazy on this podcast. Uh, but anyway, that's it um, for another episode. Yeah. So thanks for writing in Amanda and Jeremy and Le Padre Lurka. Uh, if you would like to read it, write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast at gmail.com. Yep. You can also reach us at Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Yeah. Uh, we'd also appreciate it if you could subscribe if you're not already. Yep. Rate us if you haven't done that already. Just as people. And, yeah. and, then, leave oh, the, actually, and then leave the show a rating as well, if you, if you, if you would. Actually, Cambo, I you just... Realize something that we should speak. I was going to talk to you about it off air, but maybe we'll talk about it on air. Oh, at the um, tail end of the show where work. people stop listening. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, good. they can they can work <laughs> it out for us. Okay. Um, we have an email that I thought was a scam, but I don't think it is, saying that our podcast is now on Amazon Music. And ah, uh-huh, yeah, uh, I can see it. Here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I honestly thought it was fake, but then I ch- like the email address is from a- Amazon.com. So I was like, yeah. oh, that's... Also, sent I mean, from someone... legit. Sent from someone who we know someone with the same name. So maybe we'll send them a message. Oh, yeah, that's see. true. <laughs> is this um, you? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so you can now follow us on that. Oh, and you might be able to leave us a review, right? Mm. Amazon likes reviews. Review yeah. us on that. Review us on Amazon, yeah. You've got a Prime account, something? I don't know. <laughs> let, us, let us know because we literally haven't checked. We yeah. got it eight hours ago and I was asleep <laughs> for most of those eight hours. <laughs> um, all right, that's it. So thanks for listening and we will read you later.